This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and ClearPay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. With me this week is Ryan Geddes. Enchanté, Damon. Brian Altano is blah, here. Blah. And Colin Moriarty is here. Yeah. Fresh back from <laughs> Park City, Utah. Yes. Yes, I'm back. The uh, the most 2011 poetry festival. Yeah. Yep, I was there. To the saltiest place on earth. Yeah, yeah, I was there to read some poetry and uh, write some poetry as well. So it was good. <laughs> can you tell anybody what you're doing in Park City? What uh, yeah, so we can. I can talk about that, but we can't talk any specifics until okay. Monday. But okay. yeah, I was there for Bethesda games. So we got to see the very first gameplay of Skyrim. Uh, I got Skyrim. Yeah, it's, Skyrim. it's an iPhone, it's, it's an, it's iPhone an, game. Yeah, it's an iPhone game. It might be on 3DS later. But cool. that hasn't been decided yet. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we got to see that. I got to play Rage. Um, I got to play Brink. And we saw Prey 2. Um, and we saw Hunted. And that was it. Okay, so all, you all have all these uh, impressions going up on Monday. Yep, Charles yes. and I will write everything up, and everything goes up Monday morning. And you can't t- share your thoughts to the listeners, but give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down on Skyrim. Thumbs up or a thumbs down on The Hunted. Okay. <laughs> thumbs up or a thumbs down on Brink. Okay, uh, and thumbs up or thumbs down on Prey 2. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, interesting wow. thumb work there. That's good. All right. You just did your job, Colin. Yeah, we should just take pictures of that. We'll just put that up on Monday. Okay. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> uh, big news this week. Biggest news of the week is that we're finally starting to hear about Nintendo's next console. Yes. Nintendo is making a new console. Wii 2, Wii HD, we don't have a name for it, but we have details. They're apparently planning to announce it at E3. Uh, well, at least we'll, they'll show it off at E3, but they're supposedly going to, going to be some sort of pre-E3 announcement where they make everything official. So we all have been following this. We all know what the details mm-hmm. are here. Sort so, of. 
It's going to be an HD console, first of all. Yes. Uh, so will babies still be able to use it, even though it's HD? <laughs> that, or that's un, 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 huh. unknown at this Mario's time. Mario's okay. pants have never looked this good. <laughs> hey, what are they going to do with this They're technology? They're so red. Wow. The, the jeans. <laughs> the thing about this that sticks out to me that everyone's talking about is that Nintendo is apparently saying it's more going to be more powerful than PlayStation 3. Okay. Which, you know, you, I guess you would think, well... I guess you'd kind of hope it'd be. Because if it's going to be a, a next-gen console at this point... They said it's as powerful as two PS3s. Well, right? I don't know if that's confirmed. I think well, some, I some we, dudes on the train might have said that. Yeah. I don't know. But like we were talking about, like that, that's not possible. No, it, I, I mean, mean well, like, we were talking to Scott Lowe, our, our gear guy, hardware, hardware dude, and, and he was just basically saying that it would be technically possible to double the power of the PS3 in a console, but it would be so prohibitively expensive that mm-hmm. nobody could ever afford it. It's like which yeah, I think is, which ridiculous. Is very on Nintendo. Yeah, no, I mean, totally. They're yeah. not going to sell a five. That's what's so box. weird. Like, lest we forget how expensive the PlayStation Three was when yeah. it was first released. Yeah, it was six hundred. Six hundred dollars. Yeah, it was a joke. And, and Colin bought too. And now <laughs> it's you know it's more affordable. But Sony's not making money off their console yeah, sales. No. Nintendo does make money off Wii sales. I mean, they can afford to lose some money on their next console because they made so much money on their last two, mm-hmm. meaning their handheld and their their console of this generation. But I think it would be that's not. The Nintendo way. Not like to mention they're, they're selling the 3DS for $250, and it costs, what, $104 to make? Yeah, yeah and Amazon that. gives you two in every box, apparently. Yeah, so they have a few coins. <laughs> They've got a, a few extra dollars. Did this happen? Did somebody get a, a, an extra 3DS? Maybe. Oh, nice. <laughs> I won't I won't out, I won't yeah. out you. This could, um, oh, I'm sorry. Thumbs up or thumbs down. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I just think it's funny that, like, growing up, we were all a little more technically proficient. Like, they were telling us things like, hey, it's 8-bit. Hey, it's 16-bit. Uh, you know, I know. Graphics processing power is this, and then blast processing. And now they're just like, hey, uh, it, it it's equals more a bunch powerful. of PS3s. <laughs> How many PS3s is that car? Uh, 12. Like, that's the only math we know yeah. now. It used to be so easy to gauge a console's power. I know, because you just Bits. looked at it. Yeah, but this is the, the, what do they mean by more pow- powerful, right? Is it yeah. like there are, many, there are many ways to gauge the power of a gaming system. So mm-hmm. we don't know what that means. Is the memory streaming faster? Is it about the graphics processing? What does it mean? Well, you so, remember they, one of their old tech demos for, I think it was the GameCube or the Wii, was uh, something called the 100 Marios. Where they're just like, look at all these Marios for, we got. I think that was for GameCube, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah and they, just, they were just like, so Nintendo's so answer to that Marios. question is a, a lot of Marios. You're <laughs> still waiting for 100 Marios to be released. <laughs> I'm sure game. many people are. I'm sure many people are. <laughs> that's the thing, though, is that like, that's what I was kind of talking about when we did that piece yesterday um, about like what we thought about about this announcement and stuff, which was, I don't care how, I said straight up, I don't care if it's like a Commodore 64, if it's like that powerful, like, as long as it has games that are interesting. And I'm officially, officially over Nintendo licenses. Like, I'm really tired. Oh, of, God, I know. So, like, they need to have, like, they need to have, like, new games, like, interesting games. I'll buy it. Like, I, I'll be glad to buy it if they're, you know, but I don't want it to be like, a new Zelda and a new Mario. It's like, who cares, man? Like, I want something <laughs> new and different. Like, and I, I used to fall in that trap. I was like, where's the balloon fight game on Wii? It's like, <laughs> it's like, but like, really, who gives, like, who gives a shit? You know, it's like, it's like, I want something new and different i know they're capable of it and and, and i think that you know and we were talking about the price too maybe maybe they'll actually lose money on the system which would be something new for nintendo but maybe they're trying to balance it maybe it was a calculated act where they're like we're making quite a bit of money on 3ds and maybe we can balance it by maybe losing a little bit money money at first at this powerful hardware um so maybe that's the calculation i don't know it just seems funny to me too that there there are rumors that the controller is an HD touchscreen controller and that's just pretty much them saying hey that whole waggle thing you did for five years Forget about it. Well, just maybe they're just being hide it. I mean, Nintendo's. I, I, th- I think Nintendo is really like a smart business company. Uh, 
so maybe they're just recognizing that that was a fad. Well, and, and, and well I mean, we were talking about this earlier too. What what if they're realizing that there really are two markets here? Exactly. And there, a lot of technology companies have products for different segments of the marketplace. And for some reason, game hardware companies have never really done that. It's always just been like, it's a hardcore group yeah. of fourteen-year-old boys. Sell it to them now. <laughs> but you know, maybe they're making a. The, maybe the Wii is going to be the brand for the masses, and then this next system is going to go, kind of go back toward that traditional core or people who really want the the you know screaming graphics and everything. Yeah. The same people it's, who are lining up to buy an iPad too. It's it, it kind of sounds crazy to think that a first party company would have two consoles out at the same time, but I guess if anybody could do it, it would be Nintendo yeah. because yeah. they've made so much fucking money this generation. They're they might even get enough. lucky, and moms might buy both. You yeah, know? why not? They yeah. put out a, a fucking submarine simulator as their like premier launch title for 3DS. <laughs> they've lost it. Like, yeah. I love them for it because they're fucking crazy, but they've lost it. Like, they they don't really have their finger on the pulse anymore. They're just kind of like, hey, we're gonna do something. They're like this weird, crazy old uncle scientist guy that lives in a laboratory, and every now and then he comes down from his mountaintop fortress and he's like, look at these crazy inventions. Like, he's like the the scientist on Ducktales or something. Well, like, like he's so like they a, call him up every couple of it's weeks. It's like a, a tinker, right? Yeah, and, and I think. That that's a good point because Nintendo is in danger of becoming a toy company again and if they no. if they if they do that they're limiting themselves very very much so if they can do something really great with this new system they'll they'll stop that process mm-hmm. uh, but i agree with colin that it's about the games and it's about uh bringing something new and uh we were talking in the office earlier about Nintendo maybe buying some buying some companies, buying some new developers because they don't have any like really great second parties anymore. Like Factor 5's gone. Um, who else did they? Rare. Yeah, Rare's not around anymore. They don't have a relationship with Silicon Nice anymore. This is the old old days, right? So what yeah, if they you, bought you some new... You can blame other companies for the death of those guys. Yeah? Those I, guys kind of fucked themselves. In totally, the but yeah. like, th- there's no good third party... Significant and consistent third party. Yeah, that's the thing. It's it's, it's consistency because that's what people were saying. I was reading some of the comments. There were two things that people kept saying, which I thought were interesting. One was that Nintendo does have successful third party games. All right, so you have Monster Hunter. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Where are the other? Where are the other? Like PlayStation Three and and Xbox has a a successful third party game five times a month. Where where you know are the the games that are successful? That's what they need. And also, uh, everyone was saying you know it's got to be backwards compatible. It's backwards compatible with Wii, so it must have Waggle. And that's not true. What's probably going to be the case, in my opinion, is that you'll be able to plug some of that stuff from the Wii into your. Yeah. Into the back of the Wii 2, like the sensor, and then you'll be exactly. able to sync your Wiimote. But, that's but the thing is, the Wii can always be an accessory. I mean, that's yeah. what it was supposed right. to be in the first place. Right. I agree. But like, but that's the that's it's just troubling. Like, I, 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 Altano, I think was kind of alluding to it. And I just, I, I don't know if Nintendo has it in them really to to do what the, what's necessary to to. It seems like they do in terms of hardware. If this is really true, and they're making powerful hardware. Which is something I actually somewhat predicted, and we talked about on I think on Beyond and on Twitter and stuff. Which I think that they're actually going to come out with really powerful hardware. It seems like they're actually going to do that. But again, it's about the games. I don't want to, like Zelda's great. You know, it was great. Twilight Princess I didn't like, but like I don't mm-hmm. care about New Zelda. I want something different. I want you to blow me away. Yeah, you know? I agree. Like Fire Emblem is over. You know, is like a twenty-year-old franchise. You know, uh, Pikmin came was like the, really the newest thing that they had, and that was yeah. on, that was on GameCube. You know, so like they need to you know pilot even like rehashing Pilot Wings and all those things, F Zero and Star Fox. It's like okay, cool, I get it. You know, you know what's what's interesting <laughs> about a lot of those games is uh, some of the best Nintendo games that have come out in the last few years. Nintendo haven't even touched themselves. Like I mean, Metroid uh, Prime. Uh, Retro did Metroid Prime. They did Donkey Kong Country. Yep. You know, Hal did Smash Brothers. Then you had mm-hmm. um, the guys that did Excite Truck did Pilot Wings. Um, like they, even the Ocarina of Time remake is is done is outsourced by a different company. So mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck they're doing these days. 
just aside from sitting back and being like, hey, uh, you know, our Miyamoto's building a robot. Yeah. Well, if he was building a robot, we'd have a game about building robots, and that would be cool. But instead, <laughs> he's not. Cool. I'm intrigued by this. So I'm definitely, his cat. I'm definitely intrigued by by what they're doing. And and I, I get his said it too is that like I think they're starting to learn a little bit that um, the core that kept GameCube alive is the same core that. I guess some of them are keeping the Wii alive with some right. software sales for third parties, but I'm one of the guys that kept GameCube alive, and I could give two shits less about the Wii because they totally lost me. You know, mm-hmm. like they totally. they absolutely lost me. Like there was no Ninten- bigger Nintendo fan than me on the NES, NES, SNES, N64, GameCube. Like I love that stuff, but do you guys, I had to draw the line that they're blowing their load early by revealing a new console so soon. I mean, it seems like Sony and Microsoft aren't really in a rush to get anything. They just basically had console relaunches last year with the Move and Connect. Yeah, but well, they're just they're still it. they're still seeing nice console sales and software sales on yeah. 360 and PS3. They're looking at that and everything's line. totally died out. For yeah. I mean, they're looking at that yeah. line on the on the chart just slowly dropping on sure. the Wii and going, anyone you know, who wanted one something. would have gotten one by now. I even I yeah. think like the price drop to 150. I mean, yeah, we're hearing there's going to be a price drop next month. What's like what if you were on the fence before is it $50 really going <laughs> to make like to me every time i see I something it's time like to that get me one of them wheeze <laughs> yeah what's that thing those guys have been talking about for so long like I, that's 50 can we still find see... one or can i can we, like, you want to get one yeah. 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 they're impossible to find it's like uh if 50 dollars is what's shaking you up you need to find a new hobby gaming is not for you remember when the wheeze are impossible to find yes this? yeah they're going for like seven eight hundred dollars on ebay i'm sure uh-huh. we all had the phone call from a family member at yeah, one point uh I don't know if you can. can you, you get, get a, a Wii? Wii? Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, really? I'm like, really? That's what, that's what you want, huh? The first two right. I saw in the wild, I bought both of them because yeah. I, I bought one for myself after I couldn't find one, and then I bought one in 2007, I think it was, and then and you got bought, it home, and, I got, and you powered it on, and you sat down, and, and like hour two, yeah. what did you feel? Uh, I think it was probably off by hour two. <laughs> uh, and then and then I bought one for my brother, and that was yeah. I remember those days that were rare. It was totally artificial, and it, that's what annoyed me the most. But. Because uh, Nintendo likes doing artificial demand with their systems. Mm-hmm. So, well, there's also artificial love for the system for for years. I think, like, it was we were denying that we didn't really that we didn't really love the system. Like yeah. a lot of yeah. people. Yeah, I was who... just wondering. Looking back, I can't pinpoint the time when I turned when I when I realized the Wii was dumb. I knew it was dumb from the very first day. Like I said <laughs> this in my piece that Colin was referencing that we wrote about yesterday. I have every current generation game system. I have a PC, an Xbox 360, a PSP, a PS3, a Nintendo DS, an iPhone. But I did never buy a Wii because the thing just never spoke to me. It was not made for me. I could tell from the very beginning. I didn't want anything to do with it. And I've played Wii games. I've enjoyed Wii sports with my family. Um, you know, other than that, yeah. I just never got it. I think the problem was they didn't really keep anyone actively engaged with the system. There wasn't a lot of reasons to return to it frequently. You know, there was like, here's Mario Galaxy, and a year later, like, here's this, and here's that. Like, there was really nothing in between. It was something that you went to once every six months to play something exclusive and then never go back. Like, there was no reason to go back and check your stats or your dumb photo no. message board. And it was, it was ass backwards. Weather. And I, yeah, I the, soured on the, the franchises like Colin's talking about now. I, I soured on those when the Wii came out. Like, more Mario, more Zelda, more everything that Nintendo's always done. Yeah, tired, tired, yeah, just... tired, tired stuff. It's like, I, and that's the, like, don't get me wrong, I know I'm a fan of, like, old school Mega Man games and stuff like that, and like, oh, okay, so you can bring those things up, but, uh, you know, the, the fact of the matter is, like, Capcom doesn't necessarily rely on only that crutch. Eventually, they'll throw you a new bone, you Well, know? the difference with Capcom is that they fuck a franchise into the ground within three years. Yeah, not, it doesn't take them very not long. Not 30. <laughs> but, well, that's the thing. Look a at, lot dead, of people look are at probably Beautiful going. Joe, look at Dead Rising, you're like, cool, yeah. these games are brilliant and original, and three years later, you're like, I never want to see you again. 
The, the Dead Rising 2 off-the-record thing blows my mind. Yeah, yeah. I, that's just ridiculous. That's the dumbest thing I've heard in a long time. That's yeah, it's, it's pretty rough. But, but at the end of the day, like, it, it's just I, – I don't, I don't, I don't know what, exactly what they're thinking, and like, uh, I, I'm just very intrigued. It's, it was definitely an interesting – I was in Utah when this happened, and I was definitely super you – know, I, got, I got home, and I was reading about it, and it was very interesting. But I was like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't think they care about us. And so I think this is like, like as far as being hardcore gamers, the people that kept them alive, especially during the lean years when they were getting their ass kicked by PlayStation and PlayStation 2, it was the hardcore – that kept them alive, and they and they totally don't care about those people anymore. What if they're a lot smarter than this? And what if they took a look and said, "We have such a hardcore fan base uh-huh. that even if we do this middle thing that is the we, they're gonna come back, hmm. even if they don't like it, even if they don't care about it." And we experiment with this mass market thing, and we get a foothold into the larger, you know, gaming market. We'll just make the hardcore console they wanted next time, and they'll all come back, and they'll love us for it, because we're actually giving them what they demanded of us during the Wii years. Yeah. I mean, who who loses there? Well, I think I think what, what our industry's proved more than anything is that there's no such thing – I mean, you have fanboys, but there's no such thing as, like, specific mass market allegiance to something. Like, True. everyone swung from Nintendo to Genesis in a heartbeat, and then they swung from Nintendo to Sony, and then Sony was on top for two generations, and now they're in last place, you know? And you just have... it. No one ever says, like, I'm going to stick with this company for life, and that's it. So Nintendo could just throw us for a loop, throw in a brand new console, and sway a whole bunch of new people in either direction. I personally think that they don't need to be so fucking crazy all the time. Like, just maybe make a good gaming system. And you don't need, like, hey, it's 3D, and you waggle something at it, and it's got a touchscreen, and, like, you wear a helmet, and just <laughs> fucking put out a system that plays good games and that looks good and is fun and affordable. Just- but I think they realize that the next thing is not going to be a console at all. Like, there's no... Consoles are not going to be around for that much longer. This might this next cycle might be the last cycle. And then it just might be, like, the next Bravias are just PS3s, too. Right, and so you, you just, mean like we don't actually just, have a physical yeah. box that we buy? Well, and that's what, kind of what we're hearing. One of the details we just learned today about this next Nintendo console is that it will involve streaming games in some capacity. Meaning streaming the game to to the thing that's sitting in your lap, like the controller or whatever it is. I don't know. We don't know. Or to the system, like a cl- like cloud gaming. I'm not, I don't know. Hmm. As a Nintendo fan, this all sounds so strange to me because I'm so used to them being completely secretive about everything and just yeah. teasing. Like for the Wii, we didn't know shit for a year straight. They were just like, hey. We're working on this thing. It was called the showed, Revolution. Yeah, and they showed a picture of Samus, and everyone was like, "All right, <laughs> so that's I guess that's where do I sign up at some point?" <laughs> so yeah, it just seems it seems like we're getting a lot of information, a lot more information than we're used to for Nintendo. But maybe they're just trying something crazy. That's cool. I will say I will say that, that this system will have two things that everyone, a lot of people in the comments, were very hesitant about. It will have an online system that like has friends lists and stuff like that. It I must, thought you were going to say Mario and uh, Luigi. Oh, I'll have Mario <laughs> and I'll have Luigi. But it will definitely have online like an online system, and I'm really intrigued to see like what that looks like and how that works. And it will have an achievement system. How many Mario's? Yeah, this will is have? just you. No, this is just me. I'm not saying. I'm saying like uh, that's my prediction. Like it will have those two things because they outright stated before that they're not a fan of the achievements thing. But then they uh, also said that no one wanted to play games online, and they said that like five years ago. Yeah. So and then three, and they the were 3DS complete, shows. They also said so, Pac-Man Verse would be the hottest shit back in like, what 2006. <laughs> so <laughs> that I don't, didn't pan out. But like you can't. You don't game it. We don't game. Someone said it 
uh, I think I, I don't remember who someone said it in one of our comments that the piece we were referencing, which was we don't game in a vacuum anymore, and that's true. Like I when I go on PlayStation, Greg and I were talking about this. First thing I do, see what yeah. everyone's playing, mm -hmm. you totally. know, and that's totally like totally what that. I'm interested in. And what do I what do I do when I get a new friend's request? How many trophies does that guy have? Like how how much does he play? You know, and that's what that's. And I want really specific information. Like I like it when you can look on Xbox Live and I see oh they're in like chapter three of Crisis Two, mm -hmm. and I always want to know what you're watching on Netflix. We always block. Yeah, that, that, I, I want to know what people are watching. That. Like it would just that. say Netflix Roseanne for me for the last month. <laughs> He paused the lesbian scene from Wild Things. Oh, man. I don't want to know that. Does it still say he's playing Netflix? No, no they, they it's changed it. Use, I think yeah. it's using the Netflix app. Yeah. Like that, yeah. that bugged me. Yeah. That bugged me, too. You don't play. Anyway. Well, I'm really excited to see what this console is. Uh, and we, we should be finding... Um, so, can I, before we move on, can I ask yeah. you one more question about yeah, this? Of course. You are, you've been very vocal about how disappointed you were with the Wii. Mm -hmm. uh, what would it take for you to get excited about it again? Uh we're so excited about a Nintendo so platform again. What we're hearing is that Nintendo's intent is to recapture the hardcore market. If that is true, I'll be very... <laughs> but what specifically does that mean for you? Mario Galaxy was a very good game, but I don't want to play it with the, with the Wii Remote, you know? Mm -hmm. I want to play it with the, you know, uh, dual analog sticks. That's, dual analog sticks are the perfect way to play games in, in 3D. So dual, it 3D. has to have dual analog has sticks. To have dual, and it has to, like, be very graphically impressive. I, I know people say, it's mm -hmm. all about the games. Yeah, and it is, but... I, I actually really care about graphics. Like it, it has to be the games have to be beautiful. Back in the day, Nintendo was always known for like having the most advanced, you know, graphics. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, Nintendo's that really approach means with a lot of things like that is to make stuff that's kind of visually striking, aesthetically different than what other people are doing. And I think stuff that kind of stands well to the test of time. Like Call of Duty is going to look like shit in five years, but Wind Waker will still look good. Mm -hmm. So if they can stick with that approach, but then again, if it's a if they're going balls out with a really good looking console, then you know might as well do it up. But like Colin said, out, if, it, if it's a more powerful PS3 and the controller is something I can get behind with dual analog sticks, and you've got you know modern, uh, you know, if I can play games like a, a modern Zelda on that, if I can play games like Crisis 2 and Dead Space on yeah. it, like if 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 I'm playing Fallout 4 on on this new Nintendo console, I'll be totally behind. Exactly, it. we great. know there's no we, way that's gonna happen. Why? Why not? That really? should. I mean, that's totally dumb. Why? Why? But that's like a direction that that that's. They haven't done that since before the GameCube. Like, well, I'm, but that's what we're hearing. This, I mean, so far the chatter we're hearing is that this—that's what this what is going to be. What a big change! I know. Maybe, but maybe, like you said, maybe this is. Yeah. They're, maybe they're going to have two consoles. Yeah, interesting. Moving on. Oh, we have a question about. Um, Paul writes in about this uh, about the new Nintendo console. He says, "With Nintendo announcing a new console this year, is Zelda going to get the the Zelda Skyward Sword? Will it get the Wii GameCube GameCube treatment? <laughs> Probably. That's you what, know, I was what they did with Twilight Princess. <laughs> yeah. It was." Being built for the GameCube, and then they're like, "Well, we got this new console coming out. Might as well shit it out on." And then the we might as well they, invert it, invert it, and then put it out a month later and fuck everybody that was waiting for it on GameCube. That's yeah. pretty much what they. This did. system is not coming out this year. I mean, it's coming out probably next year. It's a Zelda right? game. They can delay it for as long as they want. Uh, they'll put it out. Yeah, I think that I, I think they should just put it out because I I think Skyward Sword is not like I can't I can't get excited for it. I have not seen anything about it that interests me in the least. No, and it's totally about waggling the sword. That's yeah. what the game is yeah. all about. So just. Just shit it out and forget it. It seems like. odd because I, I think I think even Nintendo's already forgotten about Wii Motion Plus. So like, why build a whole mm, game around yeah. that mechanic? It seems stupid to me. But it's Zelda. I'm a whore. I'll buy it. <laughs> I, I won't. I, I hated Twilight Princess, so I, I learned my lesson. I don't think they're gonna go back to the the way good Zeldas were with Majora's Mask, for instance. Mm -hmm. uh, next week, Portal Two is out. Mm. Nice. One, my most anticipated game at the moment. I guess, but we're hearing that it might launch early on Steam. Is that right? It might launch today. That's, is that how it works? So there's, 
there's these games. I, 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 there's I, some crazy there ARG some, yeah. thing going on. If you buy and play a bunch of games on Steam, Valve might release Portal 2 early this weekend. That's that's how I understand. Yeah, they're it, yeah. pretty much there's like they're teasing one last clue right now, and mm. if that breaks through, then the game will come out. From what I see, but because like uh, it's pretty much they since they're distributing it, they can do whatever they want. Sure, because it's not like you can just go get it from somewhere else when it comes to the PC version. So mm. yeah, it might, it might happen today. But then you'd have to play it on the PC. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Charles just Charles just cried somewhere in the, in the office. <laughs> uh, we're all gonna play Portal Two. I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. It looks really. I I can't wait to play co-op and just run around like a Looney Tunes character and shoot holes underneath people. <laughs> like you're standing there with your buddy and he's like, "All right, what should we do?" And I'm like, "I don't know. We should." Shoot, <laughs> I'm not gonna play it because we, we we had talked about this uh, how bad I was at the original Portal. I'm just I'm I just bad too. I'm man. just not like I, I I always bring up Adventures of Lolo as the perfect example of how bad at puzzle games I am. Uh-huh. I'm just so it, that, it that was you like don't the, have patience for that. Yeah, or? like I just I don't have pa- like I I run into a, a a puzzle. You know, I don't understand it. Five minutes later, I'm like I'm done. And that that was exactly what I did with Adventures of Lolo when I was a kid. Like that was a NES game that was like really hard it was a really hard puzzle game i was like man this guy. like i was sitting there as like an eight-year-old i'm like I, I don't know what to do and it was like that even that did you ir- call the nintendo hotline no i'd like calling my, my older brother or something I like, I don't know. yeah it's like it's so i don't and when i played the original portal um mark ryan had it on orange box or whatever and i, I played it and i played it for 10 minutes i'm like i don't know what to do next and that was the end that, that was the end of the i got about like, halfway through portal before it was just like you should have paid more attention in math class and i'm just sitting there like i feel insufficient like i feel like i feel dumb like, this game is insulting me. I feel like I should know these puzzles, but I don't. And now Portal 2, they're just like, hey, there's like Nickelodeon Gak and Goop all over the walls. And there's like Silly Putty and String Shoes. And I'm just like, there's too much. I can't keep up with it. Wasn't yeah. there wasn't there an Adventures of Lolo two and three? Yeah, also? yeah, they were and they were all really hard. The yeah. only the only similar puzzle game I could ever beat was Kickle Cubicle, and that was like that was, <laughs> that, and that was like Adventures of Lolo for like for newbies basically. And yeah. I, I did get through that, but man, Adventures of Lolo was friggin' hardcore, and I couldn't beat it. <laughs> and that's like scarring me for life. Basically, that was a sequel to Joey Box a lots, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think they wanted Kickle to be like a new character and Kickle Cubicle net, net like so Kickle didn't really Cub- take off. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Because Kickle Cubicle was like ice based puzzles. Was and that I think a they Nintendo to game? Yeah, an NES game. But I mean, not developed by Nintendo. No, not, not developed no. by Nintendo. No. Who was it? Um, Hudson or something? Some company that's long since out of business. Irene, now. maybe or Irene. Oh, <laughs> oh man, they're still around. Irene, right? Really? They're making still still making shmups, aren't they? Yeah, they, that's what they do now. I think right. But wow. I, how do those companies stay in business? Dude, like, Sunsoft still. This right? year we're making a Dreamcast game. You're like, what? The ja- Japanese arcades. <laughs> the only reason some of those two. Uh, I did, by the way, I did call the Nin- Nintendo hotline many times, and I was oh, always amazed that they knew exactly. Like, how'd you know that? <laughs> well, you got a little. When, remember when the Wizard came out? And you got a little look inside their offices, and and I don't know how accurate it was, but you kind of you kind of got a sense that they had like these binders, and then like they flipped through them, and f- mm-hmm. so I was like, it yeah. kind of like, made more sense about how they knew the answers to some of these questions, like because you always kind of picture them just like play like. Yeah. Instantly putting in the game in their console. Feet up, like, feet up on the desk. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they got like five machine, five TVs, and five NESs there. They're kind of got a few games up at a time. They're kind of playing them all. I always pictured them like chain smoking cigarettes in this dimly lit room, and there's like coffee cups spilled over everywhere. Oh yeah, see, I, the opposite. I viewed it as like this, this beautiful, pristine, happy land. Yeah. <laughs> Sure, I'll get you through Kakariko Village. Exactly. I was always nervous because it was a toll call. I'm yeah. sure it was hella expensive. Oh yeah. And yeah. I'd be like home during the day, like on summer break, playing like Shadowgate or something. I'd be mm-hmm. totally stuck in a puzzle. So I'd be like, "Fuck, I gotta, I, I have to call the hotline." <laughs> and then I'd be worried that my parents would find out and I'd get in trouble. But they never ever said anything. Yeah. I don't. I just don't think they ever looked at the phone bills. <laughs> yeah, they, they didn't look at the Suckers. itemized. Yeah. <laughs> my dad would have killed me probably if I ever did that. 
Out this week on XPLA and PSN is a fantastic game called Might and Magic Clash of Heroes. This came out on the DS a few years ago. Did yep. you ever play this one? Yeah, I did. It was fun. Really good. Uh, for fans of Puzzle Quest, you should check this out. This is another like sort of puzzle RPG hybrid. Although, unlike Puzzle Quest, this game does not ape another game's puzzle mechanics. <laughs> this isn't just Bejeweled 3 with hey. RPG elements. Yeah, it's true. It, it, it kind of invents its own combat mechanics. So it's really, really fun. Uh, I, I highly recommend it. I give it a 9.0. But, the uh, Might and Magic license. I know, totally what random. What a strange That's, story that is. And you, you should know, you don't have to know anything about Might and Magic to enjoy this game. I don't know anything about Might and Magic. It's just whatever. I think it, the, the developer, Capybara, is a really talented developer. I think they were just hired to make a Might and Magic game by Ubisoft, and it just happens uh, they're a really talented developer, and they made a great game. That has the Might and Magic license. Yeah. Uh, you guys, uh, I have a couple codes for you to check out. One for XBLA and one for PSN. This is the XBLA code, Might and Magic Clash of Heroes. XMGMG2VDJ2JXGFJHTPJCRFCPZ. Before you read the PSN code, can I have the pen real quick? Yes. Run okay. <laughs> <laughs> Since you're our, our, our podcast Beyond representative, you want to read the PSN code? Okay. Read the top one there. PSN, okay. Uh, the PSN code is J4BMFRNHRT6R. So much shorter. That was easy. I really appreciate that. <laughs> that was probably I hope, I hope the sorry. future is uh, we get rid of these things. Yeah. We, we yeah. don't have like a, Italian phone numbers. That's what we need for the... <laughs> ridiculous. Also randomly out on XBLA this week is Yar's Revenge. A, re- a reboot of the Atari 2600 <laughs> Finally. classic. Been waiting for that for Yars. 30 years. That game is just like a block on the screen. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's impossible. Uh, there's a one-day deal is happening on, on Xbox Live today. I know this this podcast won't go up till the afternoon, but if you hear this on hearing this today, Friday, download Limbo, Castle Crashers, Shadow Complex, Trials HD, and Monday Night Combat are all fifty oh, percent off games. today. Yeah, awesome games. Check Shadow Complex. Love it. Ryan, what is Siftio? Ah, the cubes. Is this the new Nintendo console? <laughs> yes, it's just a series of cubes. Yeah, Siftio is this startup that is making a sort of mix between a like almost like a touchscreen toy and a board game. So it's these little cubes where you buy the cubes and you get the software and it syncs up with your computer and then each little cube will display like images and you can like make puzzles with them and play games with them and the computer is running software and streaming the software to these little cubes. The the guys came into the office and showed them off a few days ago. Mm-hmm. Do you did you like it? It's okay. To me mm-hmm. To me, it's a good idea, and it's like, hey, wow, what if a real company took this stuff and put it into like a Nintendo console, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what if the next Nintendo console had a bunch of little cubes you could play around blocks. with? Yeah, a bunch of baby blocks. Yeah, baby blocks. I don't know. I, I, I was impressed by the demo in some ways, and in other ways, I feel like they kind of missed the point because mm-hmm. it, it doesn't have a touchscreen. You can click down on it like it's a button. And each like, block is each a, is block a is like a button, okay. but there's no little touchscreen on there. The blocks don't emit any sound the sound comes from your, com- your computer hmm. and you can only move five feet away from your computer and then it, they lose touch so it's like yeah this seems to be something like, this seems to be something that kids can like play on the playground yeah with. it's uh it's still very i think it's a raw idea and it's not something that, that i would buy at this point it's like 150 dollars too oh my gosh yeah that's ridiculous wow I didn't get to play it, I should note. Um, it, they, they demonstrated it for us. We didn't get to have our hands on it. Okay. Um, 
so yeah, there's some things about it that make it, and also the software isn't that great. Like, I mean, there's some really basic ideas there. Like, what if there's a puzzle, and you know, what if you have to like make a guy move down a road, and you have to keep you know twisting and turning the blocks. And they all have um, uh, accelerometers in them or gyroscopes or whatever. I'm not sure which, but that you you turn probably gyrometers. Gyrometers. <laughs> you turn the 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 cube, and it will do an action. Accelerometers. <laughs> Anyway, so they're they're kind of neat. Are those available now? I don't they, think so. Okay, this is like a prototype that you saw. Yeah, they, they had they had a retail box for it though, so I think I think it's and that's official coming out. But uh, yeah. anyone can do that in Photoshop. It struck me as something that's cool for like a classroom, hmm. maybe mm-hmm. where like you got to set a PC set up and the kids are like learning numbers or whatever. But I don't know for as a toy or a, a number a game. learning. I remember when it was time when I was a kid. It was time for my number learning. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are from Kansas. Yep. So. It's true. We had we had Math Blaster and shit like oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Reader <laughs> Rabbit. Wow. Did anybody ever play Donkey Kong Junior Math? I did. I did. That, that, was a, that was an NES game that I was always aware of, but I never played. Yeah, I never played I, it. I actually loved that game. It was good. Really? I was horrible was at math. But it had Donkey Kong in it. I always you just kind of are Donkey Kong. Me? Yeah. That's yeah. really nice. If you were a Nintendo <laughs> I wore character. nothing but a tie to work today. <laughs> yeah, if you had to be any Nintendo character, it would probably be Donkey Kong. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Better than you, Kirby. You know, you like to throw your own feces at the wall. Mm-hmm. I'd be the Yeti from Ice Climber that comes and tries to kill you every so often. Hmm. By the way, do you remember with all, <laughs> the, all the educational games? The thing I always think about, like when we were playing the educational games on like Apple II when we were kids or whatever was, uh, I always just remember the person going around with the same floppy disk and putting it, like, putting, <laughs> mm-hmm. like in every, so I, all the kids would be sitting and, they'd, and like the kid that sat closest would get to play first and everyone was really jealous because they put it in and like type some buttons and then remove the disk and go to the next person. Oh, yeah. And so like you were like 10 minutes behind everyone else if you were like at the end of the row. You remember the, when there were two different types of floppy disks? The yeah. big well, ones and the little ones? Like and the five and a quarter inch ones, you're yeah. saying, and then the, the, the thicker ones. You mean the like yeah. the really old ones? Yeah, yeah. like the 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 more square, like the just the, there's a three and a half inch and a five five something, right? Oh, I see what you're saying. And right then now. the in between was the zip the zip disc. Oh, the hundred megabyte disc. Yeah, yeah, like oh my god, a hundred megabytes on one disc. This is amazing. <laughs> you got your iOmega zip drive that you're like mm-hmm. taking around with you. I never used any of the computers that used uh, cassette tapes oh. for their memory stuff. No, that, that's wow. really, that's really old. Yeah, yeah. That's, I think that's even I think before that's, That might be before us, yeah. <laughs> it's probably like dinosaur times. Right? <laughs> speaking of dinosaur times. Speaking of dinosaur times. <laughs> some exciting dinosaur happenings coming up on IGN, aren't there? I feel a rumbling. It's like a giant dinosaur is approaching. You yeah. know yeah. what I mean? Like the like, ground is shaking. Oh, my, my coffee is starting to... <laughs> There's a ripple shake. in my yeah. water. <laughs> so, yes, well, on IGN, April 25th through April 30th, Dinosaurs are invading, and we are doing. <laughs> IGN is celebrating the existence of dinosaurs, <laughs> yes, with something we'd like to call Dinosaur Week. So for five days, we will be your premier site. Discovery for, has yeah, forget Shark the, Week. Forget yeah. the National Geographic Channel. That's no, garbage. No, no. Yeah. Forget yeah. Archaeology Today or whatever don't, junk and that don't is. worry about museums or places. <laughs> stupid places with fossils. <laughs> it's what? all bullshit. Yep. Come to IGN.com. April 25th through April 30th, and celebrate the existence of dinosaurs. And that a Jurassic Park game is probably coming out sometime this year. Or for anyone, ever. For anyone that thinks we're joking, we're, we're being serious. We're serious. Thing. We are having this Dinosaur serious. Week. Yep. You're invited to join us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Please join us. <laughs> we'll be digging up plenty of articles. Uh. <laughs> I guess we'll be hatching a few ideas. <laughs> So claw your way through <laughs> Stop <IGN>. it. <laughs> oh. it will it will it will be a roaring good time. It will. I hope I hope everybody follows Brian Altano on Twitter because you should. I retweet you like every day, Mel. Thanks. I, I know. That's so why good. I stopped following you, Colin. Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> I'm kidding. Him. I do still. You follow don't follow me? No, I do. You don't like my tirades? 
I do like them. Yeah, I do. I just, you know, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to like just kind of help our industry out one day at a time. I don't, I don't want to ruin any mystique here, but I just, I, just, I just love this so much. There's a lot of really bad writing mm-hmm. in video games. By and, Brian like, Altano. <laughs> Mostly by me. Particularly headlines. The, I think the, the, uh, the temptation to use really bad puns in headlines really is too puns. great yeah. for some people. Sing us a few bars. And Give us some examples. Brian Altano calls those people out. Yeah. So um, if, if you – If there's a racing game, say. if you're If you're, if you're <laughs> writing about a press release for a racing game – And you know a lot of these people, they're, they're repeating verbatim what is said in the press release, <laughs> which is even worse. That's two smacks on the hand for me. <laughs> okay? <laughs> One on each hand. One on each hand and, and a shake of the lamb's tail. But uh, – <laughs> What? The Spider-Man cannot swing in the stores. The Spider-Man game doesn't have arms and legs. It doesn't have vines. It has a box and a UPS driver. Vines? Okay, that's it. Or web vines, whatever the kids. Web, web vines. vines. Web vines. There we go. Um, <laughs> needs for Need for Speed will not crash on a PSN. <laughs> if Need for Speed crashed on a PSN, PSN would stop working. If a car drove in the PlayStation Network, <laughs> right? This would be a huge story. Yeah. This would be more important than any game coming out this year. We'd be like, hey, we have pictures of PlayStation Network, which we didn't even know you could take pictures of. Because <laughs> that's just this nebulous thing. And there's a car lodged into it. That's crazy. If, if Tony Hawk ollied on the shelves, <laughs> how many GameStop? He, he would be on a GameStop World Tour ollieing on the shelves. My, my favorite ones, though, are the ones where you can tell the guy or girl s- sat there for a while, <laughs> yeah. really trying, like, you know, for a review, it would be like, does Kirby tell a good yarn on the Wii? Like, <laughs> does he spin a good tail? Like, yeah, why? Because like, there's yarn in it? <laughs> you can kind of see where they're going. He's a cartoon character. <laughs> He's not a grandmother weaving. <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to war with these people right now. I'm That's sick of great. it. Uh, Has I'll, anyone ever, like... Responded like, uh, like no. gotten butthurt about it. Or? Yes, and I, I don't really want to say who. Sure, that's I, fine. I, that's I don't want to say names, but yes, that's people fine. people are starting to notice. But it's still happening. <laughs> so <laughs> help me fight the good fight. Um, stop these inanimate things from doing inanimate. Games are verbs. inanimate objects. They don't do. They don't have arms anything. and legs. <laughs> yeah, just, the worst just, is I see some that are just outright offensive. Like one company was like, or one site was like, this game set to destroy your brain this fall. <laughs> really. <laughs> You're just going to infect me and just eat away at me? Like, it's a game. Just let me play it. I want, I want a brain. So I want a brain. So I can process its sequel. And so you can process porn. Yes, porn. Exactly. Plus, the reason I'll never use Siftio cubes within five feet of my computer. You're, 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 oh, girls love it. <laughs> We're also missing the obvious that, like, a lot of this stuff isn't, uh, isn't, wouldn't be obvious to maybe all people. Like, when, when someone reads, like, to- Tony Hawk, Ollie's on the shelves, someone's like, yeah. What is so that? what does that mean? Like, you just say T- Tony Hawk's out now. Yeah. Tony Hawk has a release date. New, new, the Tony Hawk game. <laughs> Tony Hawk is released. Yeah. You can go buy it. Yeah. Like, go buy <laughs> Tony Hawk this week. Or people should use like puns that wouldn't really make sense. Like, yeah. like make a play on the fact that his last name is Hawk instead of the fact that it's Sores. Tony Hawk. Sores. The number one. Tony Hawk digs its talons into the retail shelves. Tony Hawk lays eggs in in the middle of a GameStop. Well, what? Or two games are coming out at the same day. My wallet's crying. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. It doesn't have tear ducts. <laughs> wallet. Literally, it's literally crying. Literally crying. <laughs> that's the wor- that's the worst. My head literally explodes. <laughs> that's the classic. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that's that that's when IGN is is, is uh. That's where I, I wish there was like some sort of monkey par where we could make a wish for every time somebody said something like that. Like, this game literally makes my head explode. They hit publish on Twitter and their fucking head blows up. <laughs> somebody comes in and like the cops are like, what happened here? Like, oh, uh, this game literally made his head explode. <laughs> wow, cool. Can I play it? It's like the ring. Why, because it's a death witch? A death witch, rather? <laughs> 
Death Witch. A Death Witch sounds pretty scary. That death sounds witch. awesome. That should be a new Transenergy game. Should. Death Witch. Yeah. When is she casting a spell on Best Buy? <laughs> <laughs> this week. Uh, before we get to the listener mail, Ryan, we're hiring a couple of people here at IGM. Looking for uh, well, a... what can I do to get the job? I'll do anything. I'll do anything. <laughs> well, do you ever, do you like do you like that iPhone? Do you like them iPhone games? Well, <laughs> yeah. So we are. We are. We are. Tell <laughs> us, tell us, Damon, what these what these positions are. Number one, we're hiring a mobile gaming editor. Uh, uh, does Levi at know? At long <laughs> last, at long last, the the horrible Levi Buchanan left IGN. Good oh, riddance. I washed my hands of him. Ah, oh, jeez, that guy. I could Thank not God. stand to be around yeah. that guy. And when he had such an annoying voice. I know. Yeah, you know right? <laughs> what an asshole. Hate that guy. So finally we're filling his position. We're looking for uh, <laughs> I love you, Levi. Somebody uh, who's uh, able to own mobile gaming coverage for IGN. And uh, we're also looking for a Japan correspondent. We are. So both Japan. of these, um, we have uh, both of these positions up on the site. So if you go to the wireless IGN mobile site, you'll see the ad for the mobile game position. We're looking for some very specific stuff. So, um, you know... Apply if you think just you're you, amazing. Just because but, you played a couple iPhone yeah, games doesn't necessarily mean you're, you're qualified. We're talking about somebody who can eclipse Levi Buchanan here, and yeah. that is not a tall order. Uh, and then the other, yeah, the other position is uh, we're looking for somebody who's based in the Tokyo area, who writes about games well, fluent in written and spoken in both Japanese and English, and who's looking for freelance work. So mm. we have a piece up on IGN now. Uh, on in fact, it's on all the channels. Read that. Mm-hmm. Read that posting um, if you and can follow read it, the that's directions. A good start. Yeah, I, lo- I love that. I, when I clicked on it, I because I, I think you said that you were going to do it in Japanese or whatever, and I yeah. love that it was all in Japanese because it's going to stop people from being like, I can. Yeah, <laughs> I oh. read f- translated Famitsu articles or something, and I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's all in Japanese characters, so it's awesome. So the Japan correspondent, we want you living in Tokyo to attend events uh, in Japan. The mobile gaming editor, we would want you here in yep. uh, the SF office to be in San Francisco. Yeah. And not just somebody that plays Angry Birds on the train for 15 minutes a day. Exactly. Get, get serious. Yeah. Let's check in with the listeners. Listeners, remember you can always reach us at gamescoop at IGN.com, just like Benjamin did. Ben says, Scoop! First time writing in, but I'd like to know your opinion. While standing and peeing into a toilet, mm-hmm, 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 do you mm-hmm. aim for the water or for the sides of the bowl? Aiming for the water is dead center, but it splashes and, more importantly, makes a lot of noise. Aiming for the sides is quieter, but maybe more difficult, depending on the water level of the toilet. Discuss. Does it really splash that much? What's yeah, What know. kind of a stream is he rocking there? That's a, that's a heavy flow. Maybe he, maybe he has to pee like a racehorse, as they say. Mm, yeah. um, you aim for the center when like you know, you don't have to worry about waking up your girlfriend or something like that. Yeah. You know, then you kind of aim to the sides as like somebody sleeping nearby, you know, say somebody passed out on the floor in the bathroom. <laughs> then just then just pee on them, but I've woken up your girlfriend by peeing a lot. Yeah. Actually. Okay. She's a light sleeper. <laughs> it's true. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I always I always uh, I pee on the side and then it, and then it, tri- it trickles into the middle. I've it's never true. actually I don't think I've ever actually been, like had a conversation where it's like, "Hey, you peed so loud you woke me up." <laughs> I mean, maybe I've just dated nice hey, people. You. But just keep <laughs> that peeing down. <laughs> Turn down the pissing. <laughs> it is awkward though when you're peeing and like you, and you like when like you can you're sitting on the couch and someone's in the bathroom and you uh, can yeah. hear it. 
So I try to avoid that by trying to pee on this side. But then you're, you're you know, you're, it's precarious because you got to have pretty good aim. That's because, true. Because if you do, you know, I think the, the splatter really comes from peeing on the side Agreed. of the bowl. You have to kind of yeah. hit it near the waterline so that yes. if there is any splash, it doesn't get onto the side of the the mm. rim. And then you have to take like, you know, you have to you have to clean it up, and it's still good. This is I totally agree. Yeah. And aiming, I think we're on the same page. Yeah, right yeah. Now. I enjoy when there's a, like a, a toilet bowl cleaning thing in there, or a, in a urinal, oh, yeah. and, and then you have a, a game that like <laughs> to aim for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, those are cool. Also, I mean, when um when it's Post sex, uh, it, oh, that sucks. I the, hate the, the rules are out the window because it could go anywhere. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Or nowhere. There may be multiple streams. Splits in the middle. <clears throat> like it a, be your eye. Like a snake's tongue. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it though. Yeah, I'm, worth it. I'm glad that's normal. That, that makes you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> More on bathroom etiquette. This is Kevin Bradley. What prompted this? Well, there was a discussion <laughs> a long time. Long. Okay. Yeah, it's, well, multiple times. Yeah. We've, there's an ongoing discussion about whether it's okay to take uh, beverages into the bathroom with you? The answer is no. No, no. That's let's say, let's say you're at a bar and you've got, oh, a, you've got oh, a beer. Like I thought you meant like bring a vodka soda in the shower because you're late. <laughs> no, that, that's <laughs> awesome, actually. I've done that. We've all drank a beer in the shower. Yeah, I hope. yeah, yeah. No, we have not. In college, all really? No, I've never drank a beer. You've got to do that. What's wrong it's with great. you? Have you ever been like, hey, hey, Damon, we're going to a bar in like 15 minutes. We'll pick you up. And then you're like, yes. oh, man, I want to oh, go well, there a little bit drunk. Let's, let's, let's be honest here. You've never called me up and invited me to go to the bar. That's oh. True, true. I would love I to hear I don't go out anymore, man. I'm a kept man these days. Well, you have Donkey Kong at home. That's true. No reason to go out for anything. All my Sustenance comes from my Donkey Kong arcade cabinet. Yes, I have many times, just so you know. In college, I, I, love, I, I love the contrast of the cold beer and the hot water. I used yeah. to do it all the time. You've got to make sure it's a can, though. We don't want anybody cutting themselves on broken glass. See, the, the shower thing doesn't really bother me, uh, especially especially if it's like a, a separated shower. It's, it's oh. in the being in the bathroom well, with the our, toilet. Our question was, yeah. you're, you're out at a bar or a house party or something. You got mm. a beer. Maybe your beer took you a long-ass time to get because, like, you know, the bar's packed or the ton yeah. of people around the keg you got to go to the bathroom do you take your beer in with you and like set it down and then nah, go to the bathroom gross. and like yeah, come back out again thank you there's all that air pee yeah. in there. I've done that. I gotta be honest. Well, I've, I've totally I mean, done is that. this? I mean, air pee. What's air pee gonna do? To you? Like, <laughs> how? how like, you will die. Is your immune it, system really that? Air, air pee is that... the world's leading killer of, of beer. <laughs> it's funny. My girlfriend calls that poo particles. Yeah, <laughs> that too? That too? That's actually the the technical term. For it. Anyway, Kevin Bradley says. Uh, I'm generally against your stance that it's wrong to take a drink or beer into the bathroom, but I'm going to take it a step further. I'm an English teacher in Chile, and I'm sure my salary is only a fraction of yours. I don't, don't be too sure about that. We, <laughs> weekend drinking at bars can quickly become an expensive habit, which is why I always bring my flask with me when I go out. So then all I have to do is order a Diet Coke and whip out the flask to get my party on. Oh, man. Oh, the bartenders of the world are really angry right yeah, now. So let me ask you guys, where do I use the flask? Obviously, any bouncer that sees me will kick me out, which is why I almost always do the deed in a bathroom stall. You sound uh, so sketchy, dude. Yeah. You're like in the bathroom stall. Like, yeah, that's, that's shit. Are you if sitting it, on the toilet while you're doing If you're going to go get fucked up in a bathroom stall, at least do some blow in there. <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. I was going to say. Right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Where don't I, do that. That's by the good. Way. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, there are there are numerous tools that one can use to hide alcohol effectively. None of which I've ever used. <laughs> Finally, you get to share this knowledge. Exactly. On a, on a no, um, you can buy a beer bra. You can buy a beer. What is a beer bra? It's basically like fake. It's a, it's a set of fake tits full of beer. Uh, my cousin, who is Italian and lives in New Jersey, so you won't be shocked that he has this invention. But he has these uh, sandals that he wears to the beach that have little corks on the side, and you pull them out, and they fit about three or four. Yeah, I'm sure shots. a bouncer wouldn't kick you out of a bar for taking off your sandals, <laughs> uncorking them, and pouring them into a glass. You're of like, Coke. excuse me. 
<laughs> Put it back on. Nate Ahern is listening to this right yeah, now. Is that writing this taking down. Taking notes. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good, yeah. You could get a beer beard and just hide it in there with a little straw in your mouth. Well, okay, now you're just being ridiculous. <laughs> now. <laughs> That's the breaking point. <laughs> this is Edgardo. Edgardo. That's pretty good. I've noticed on your podcast that you uh, reference movies from the 80s and early 90s. I was born in 1990, so I missed out on most of the movies from that time. I recently enjoyed both Ghostbusters a great deal. I was wondering what movies I must watch from the 80s and 90s. Thank you. Hackers. <laughs> That's the first one. That's the one? That's the one you go with? Dude, where do you start? Where do you even let's, begin with a question like that? Let's I know. start in 1982 with The Thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. One of the best horror uh, movies Weekend at Bernie's. Yes. Weekend yeah. at Bernie's I mean, we're not, avoid, we're not no, saying avoid, avoid Weekend at Bernie's can we, too. Can we, uh, can we actually just go around and just each oh, na- geez, name see. movies over yeah, and over again until we can't name them anymore? Okay. So I start with The Thing. <laughs> okay. John Carpenter's The Thing, 1982. Back to the Ru- Future. Yes. Blade Runner. Yes. Caddyshack. Yes. Uh... Pulp Fiction. Aliens. Home Alone. Red Dawn. The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. 16 Candles. Planet of the Apes. Say anything. Planet Big. of the Apes wasn't in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> you finally broke the game, man. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You did break it out. 1969. <sighs> Planet of the Apes 2. <laughs> <laughs> Watch Big Trouble. Go, go and Ape. Big Trouble Big in Little Planet of the Apes 2. Go and Ape. Would that be the sequel? <laughs> Adventures in Babysitting. Yes. Ooh. Yeah, definitely. Watch, uh, watch oh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yes. Jesus. Watch Die Hard. Yes, watch all the diehards. Well, no, watch three of the four of the diehards. Watch um, Raising Arizona. Watch Commando. Say anything. Watch Rambo: First Blood Part Two. The Mighty Ducks trilogy. E.T. <laughs> yeah, E.T. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. How Colin, about Colin and I are big? We, we're we're of not the giving Ducks much love to the '90s here, though. We can uh, go to the '90s. How about like Mallrats, uh, Clerks, Home Alone Two. Dude, the original Home Alone is great. Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, watch Home Alone Two is a snuff film. That is one of the most violent. Yeah, yeah. It's, it what really he is. does to those people is just straight up bricks at them. Like the first movie was like, haha, I put some micro machines on the floor. The second one, he's like, no, I'm going to light your face on fire and throw bricks Dude, the, at the, you. The mo- I, I still cringe when I see the scene from the second one where he like is taking pictures of them and he's like, no, like, throw the camera down to me, kid. And he's like, all right. And he throws a brick and it just fucking <laughs> or the smashes where, him in the face. Uh, and like, he, throws down, he throws down the paint cans and like, ah, uh, ah, uh, we learned that in the first movie and they move out of the way. And then he just throws down this like four foot long cement cylinder. <laughs> <laughs> and it just gets right to their faces. And you're like, oh my god, this is, this is pure. He's evil. like murdering yeah, these guys. This kid is a murderer. But dude, there's like so. Uh, the I think the 80s, like I think like 1980 to 1995 is like a golden era in movies. Yeah. And like th- things from that era, like uh, there's a, a lot of must see movies. My favorite movie of all time is Caddyshack. You must see Caddyshack. That it's like it's one good. of the classics. I think the 80s were great because they were just like, fuck it. Do it. Yeah. Like not? now they're like, oh man, I don't know, it's gonna cost a lot, and they're like, no, let's just have four dudes that like live in a house and they all fight ghosts. Like what? Yeah, they're, 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 they used to be firemen. You're like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> or let's make Dick Tracy into a movie starring yeah, Madonna. Exactly. Wow. Also, the original Batman, 1989 Batman. Don't don't see Dick Tracy, by the way. Yeah. No, Is it not good? I was just. I just can't I imagine it holds up well over theaters. time. You know yeah. what I mean? Like at the time, it was an event. It was like, oh my god, it's on McDonald's cup. It's everywhere. Since it was in theaters. Gotta see Mac and me. Do you know Warren Beatty like has the rights to like <laughs> yeah, to yeah. Uh, Dick Tracy? Mm-hmm. At least the movies like, now. It's like, oh, right. like he personally owns him. It's hmm. really, really strange. You know Warren Beatty has fucked on average something like forty-two women a day. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Where, where are you getting these stats? Where, uh, his, his WarrenBeatty.net. His, <laughs> his handlers release them at some point. But <laughs> his handlers <laughs> is that on VG charts? Is that tracked yeah. on VG charts? <laughs> Are these are these fucked through or fucked in numbers? <laughs> His penis has a forty-two percent on Metacritic. <laughs> That's not very good. That's not very good, actually. Yeah. 
It's not, it's not saying much about his penis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, VG charts. That's fun, though. That's fun. <laughs> he has Those a lot of get anything right. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. They just no, make right? their numbers up. They just make uh, their numbers up. Hey, what time is this meeting? Uh... D o'clock. <laughs> Idiots. Damn, the betting machine is like 47 different numbers. I, I will say uh, that I am really envious of this this guy, though, because in a way, like, being able to go, all these yeah, be, like, for the first time. Like, imagine if, seeing those movies for the first time yeah. again. But how does, like, a, a kid of today uh, yeah, they're process they're those so, movies now? The thing about 80s movies, even more than, like, 90s movies, I think, is that 80s movies were so much about the culture of the time. Absolutely. And there's that's a, why they're fun. There's a lot more media now than there used to be, mm-hmm. and there's nothing, nothing, no one medium defines a generation as much as it used to. Mm-hmm. I think in the 80s, like the movies of the 80s were like a real cultural defining thing. The, the greatest thing about 80s movies is that um, movie villains could get angry and hang up their phones. And you can't do that anymore. It sucks. Like a, a guy could be like, get it done, and then close his phone, put it down. Now he's just like, he swipes his eye. Do you ever find yourself watching movies though from like pre nineties and just yelling at the screen like why don't you just use your cell phone? Yeah, yeah. all the time. All the time. Yeah, you, you find I mean, I don't know. It's... Look it up, Google it. Just Google it. <laughs> Google where the treasure is. Go ahead, Google it. <laughs> I, I sorry, I need to I need to add two more to the movie. So, mm-hmm. Fast Times. Oh Goonies, yeah, it's the third. Yeah. So Goonies, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah. And Valley Girl. Valley Girl. Valley Girl. Yeah. yeah. That, that's Nick Cage. Nick Cage. That was like his name and then said Nicholas. I think that was his first film. What about I would, Encino I would, Man? Encino. Uh, dude, oh, frankly, Christ. I love Encino Man. Biodome? Biodome's <laughs> awesome too. Walk Like a Man with Howie Mandel. Yeah. Oh my no God. No one remembers that. <laughs> what, was, what was that movie about though? That was uh, like they found this dude in the woods who was raised by wolves until he was oh, like yes. 30. It was like a grown man version of the oh, Jungle shoot. Book. But with so, Coke. So, they're, just, they're, they're coming out. I know. Soul Man? Spaceballs. Spaceballs actually holds up to your theory because I watched Spaceballs, Spaceballs recently and it it's just not it's not like I remember because mm-hmm. a lot of the jokes were about things that were happening at the time, you mm-hmm. know, especially technology at the time like it, remember like videotapes and shit. Like, what is this? <laughs> this is this, this is space. But did you still laugh at Pizza the Hut just because he's Pizza the he's Hut? He's still or? disgusting to me. As I, a kid, I don't know still that oddly... guy's made out of pizza. I love pizza. That's hilarious. <laughs> Remember when the black stormtroopers are combing the sand with a hair yeah. pick? Yeah. It's funny because you watch the like, oh, comedic beats in that movie. Really? And when they get to that, yeah, remember they're like, did you guys find anything? Nothing, sir. And then it gets to the black we guys. Ain't and like, found we shit. ain't found shit. <laughs> but I watch it now and the editing's so bad that they, they expect that that line's going to be the funniest thing of all time. So it pauses on the black guy for like four minutes after. Like, we ain't found shit. And it's just like this awkward silence. And it's like, is he going to explain why he couldn't find anything because he's, <laughs> he's using a fro comb? <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. That's pretty great. Oh, man. The great thing about that movie and a lot of 80s movies and that they don't do this anymore is it ends in a freeze frame. Oh, yeah. Like they the, don't fucking the, uh, do that, yeah. that from oh. Breakfast Club. That's like, like one of the best like, And they jump in there and it's like directed by and it's like credits roll in and they're over the picture. They don't do that shit anymore. Like everybody high fives and it stops. Great recent movie. That ended on a freeze frame was Death Proof. Oh, right. The yes. Tarantino Grindhouse the great, film. The greatest chick flick of all time. It was really, really Another bad. great film that ends in a, a freeze frame that he should see because it's from that era, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. <laughs> that ends yes. in a freeze frame? That is a, don't, uh, don't they all like high five and that's Pro- how it ends? Probably. That is a dark film. Dude, that's a, Legitimately, that's a great film. That film still holds up. It's awesome. It's dark. And uh, Casey Jones in that movie Casey is like one of the best, awesome. one yeah. of the best why, characters ever. I wonder why that used to be more 
common to end it in a freeze frame because it, what that what that's saying is we have told you the complete story yep. here. We are done. <laughs> Thank you and good night. Drop the mic and they're out. Yeah. But yeah. like now, I think we're expecting like the conversation continues be, on yeah. Facebook. Follow mm-hmm. us on Twitter. Deleted scene with Thor's boot. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Like DVD commentary yeah. from your mom and like. My mom gives great just, DVD commentary. No one wants to. No one wants to end anything <laughs> Who's anymore. That? <laughs> what's, what's he doing? What did he say, Brian? Ew. Hey, that's that, gross. Why is that man in a spaceship? <laughs> is your no. mom one of the jerky boys? No. <laughs> <laughs> he like, sounds like Saul. Right? <laughs> My mom is not actually an old Jewish man. Possibly. I don't know yet. Everything, though, has now has to be like a property. You know, it's yeah. not a movie. It's like a property they can franchise and stuff. So, I don't know. Finish the fight on myspace.com <laughs> slash fanbook. <laughs> fanbook. <laughs> All right. Let's do, one, let's do one more email here before we bounce. Uh, this is uh, Baker. Baker Odom is his name. I was wondering what are y'all's favorite games. <laughs> favorite games that had stupid names. My personal favorites are Plants vs. Zombies and Costume Quest. Really? Those aren't stupid those names. Are like those are awesome names. names. Bro, yeah. really? I've got way stupider names in my inbox right now than that's those. Th- yeah. That's what you got for stupid names? I put off playing both those games simply because of the name, but later discovered them to be amazingly addictive. Uh, actually, David Clayman and I wrote an article called Great, D- Great Games with Stupid Names a couple of years ago. Google that, and you'll come to what, an IGN what were, article. Uh, what were some I don't of remember. That was a long time ago. You don't remember any of them? <laughs> it was probably over a year ago, Damon. Any game that has a fraction in its title. Uh, let's see. Anything Square's have? made in the last two years. Yeah, exactly. Stupid names. Yes, yeah. 47 Dumb. and a half nights, two days. We're, plus, how about Dissidia yeah, Duo Duodecum... Final That's what Fantasy. I'm saying. It's like, yeah. or like the thing that bothers me, even though it's not inherently a stupid name, is the third birthday because it's it's like this is a, a a Parasite Eve game. No one will know. Someone will see this on the shelf and be like, "What the fuck is the third birthday?" <laughs> you know, and then, like nothing. So that's just a stupid name. But yeah, like the the all the Kingdom Hearts stuff. The, Kingdom Hearts. Three hundred and fifty-eight divided by seven days. About, yeah. yeah. Need for Speed Shift to Unleashed. Yeah, what is that That's even telling stupid. me? And Tekken Cross Street Fighter or whatever also is a stupid or name. Or the, the worst offender of the last year, Two Worlds 2. Yeah. yeah that was really good. Two don't do it. Two. Just don't Fate do that. Two Worlds 2. Two Worlds 3. <laughs> two. World. No, so it's Two Worlds 3, comma 2, like T-O-O? Yeah. Game names. <laughs> I think we can all agree. Two Worlds also. Game two. names in general are stupid. Mm-hmm. However... Um, I have, you know, you get to know people who are in the development world or publishing world. You you find out that naming games is a pain in the ass yeah. because so many games come out all the time, and you know they have to come up with names for each one. And there are so many things that have already claimed great names around. Like games are only about like two things, like war, jumping war and, and shooting, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, that's all you do in games ever. So. There's only a limited number. There's a limited amount of vocabulary around those th- those ideas and things related to those ideas. That's why that's I'm why excited I... for War Bros. Jump and Shoots. <laughs> Good. I just trademarked that one. <laughs> that's why I, I like the name Dead Space. Yeah, because it's simple and it explains exactly what that game is. It doesn't mm-hmm. sound silly. Yeah, that's why I thought well, about Plants vs. Zombies too. I thought that that's name great. Was, name. That was, yeah. was yeah. As soon as name. we heard that a game was called Plants vs. Zombies, we wanted to play that game. That's yeah. not a stupid I think, name. Like Homefront, that's a great game name. Yeah, I think it is too. Uh, I think Fallout. Yeah, is really a good, good game. Name. Portal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Portal. That's good. Final Fantasy, bad game name. Simple as Legend of Zelda: Skyward Sword. Uh, yeah. What is that telling us? Final Fantasy made sense once. 
Yes, exactly. and in the, in the specific time and context in which they made the game. Yeah. The sports, fact that there's now 14 of them doesn't really make it. Like like really what is the What is it? What is uh, the, uh, the the Tiger Woods game called? Oh, like Tiger Woods PGA Tour, the Masters or something. T- Tiger Woods PGA Tour 12, 12 the Masters. Masters. Well, that's because he Jesus. fucked his way off of the box. Oh, cover that's for that. right. Yeah. Now it's a flag. Yeah. It's like a it's like a flag on the cover, which is the funniest. Did you just have him peeking over the top of the flag, <laughs> just as, just above the the nose, you know, just his eyes. I'm here. I'm back. Start gradually working it back in. Next year, he can be just in the crowd. Yeah. But the flag is still the main. Mm-hmm. Fin- finally let him back up front. Then he's like the, the caddy. He can be a caddy. Yeah, yeah, he starts out as a caddy. My favorite name recently is Singularity. I think that name is awesome. Yeah, it's cool. Um, Gre- Greg always makes fun of that game, though, so I'm glad he's not on this podcast. Artornelica 2, the legacy of Metafalica. It's a, <laughs> a good one. Oh, yeah. Artornelica 3, Koga. What? Q-O-G-A. <laughs> It's like Japanese developers and publishers are trying to not sell their games to yes, us. Yes, I know. It was acceptable you're, back in the day. This isn't for you. No, yeah, no, 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 no. You don't, you don't want this. You know what I've been, waiting for? I I've been waiting for? I've been waiting for us to move on. Japan suffered a recent tragedy, but I want us to be able to make fun of Japanese games again. It's still too because soon. It's still too can. soon, but okay. we can, right, we can we'll do it wait. soon. I'm looking forward to that. Next day. month. You don't, want, next month? you don't want to play Wanderers of Ease 3 or anything like that? I remember, I remember being a kid. I didn't know how Spelled the hell. Spelled Y-S, yeah, by the I, way. I didn't know how the hell to say that for like the first I always 12 call it or 13. Yeah, that's what I used to call it too. Like I, saw the, I think the, um, Ease 1 and 2 were on TurboGrafx. I didn't have that, but the third one was on Super Nintendo. And I remember seeing it in the in the store, and I'm like, well, the Wanderers of Wanderers Wanderers of Wise? Speaking of the TurboGrafx, am I the only one who, during that era... I just thought the Turbo Graphics was like too cool for me. Yeah. Like it was like it was it's like a, the black cool leather jacket and motorcycle <laughs> of the gaming com- yeah. of the gaming system. I thought it was so I, awesome. Or it was the uh, dumb kids club sign that like in front of the treehouse where the R's were backwards and everything was like Turbo Graph X. I saw that and I was like, you guys are stupid. Not <laughs> me. I was like, that sounds fucking awesome. I didn't know anybody who had one. It was like mysterious, I, you know. It was like not too many, not many of us. Did. No, it was like my brother's friend John, like in our old neighborhood, had one. That was like yeah. who we knew who had like a Turbo Graphics. What's amazing to think of now is I got my Turbo Graphics specifically to play Splatterhouse. Really? Mm. Yeah, that's what I got. It yeah, because it was like really gory. That was right? the yeah, system, like, and I loved horror movies when I was a kid. Like, you didn't get it for Bunk. <laughs> I enjoyed Bunk, but I got it for Splatterhouse. Mm-hmm. Splatterhouse was fun. Yeah. Another game that did not need a remake. Yeah. New. No one was asking for that. (laughs) Yar's Revenge, yes. Yeah, Yeah, that was the one we needed. Yar. Burger Time HD. I want a River Raid (laughs) remake. (laughs) Game is bad. Yeah. And on that note, I think that's all the scoops we have for you this week. Next week, we've got big reviews of Portal 2 and Mortal Kombat. And we'll have uh, lots of continuing uh, Gears 3 yeah, if you're in the beta Gears, coverage. If you're in the Gears 3 beta, you'll, you'll, um, I'll probably run into you. Yeah, many IGN editors will be playing that one for sure. in the next few weeks. So Look out for Dinosaur Week. Dinosaur Week. What date does that start again? April 25th. Mark your calendars for Dinosaur <laughs> don't Week. Miss, don't miss this. <laughs> Come on. Please, if you, miss, if you miss one thing on the internet this year, don't <laughs> let it be this. <laughs> Every generation <clears throat> has something yeah. like this. Yeah. Once. Yep. Your kids are going to be like, where were you for Dinosaur Week? I think this is what's going to... And you're going to be like, I was at my computer like I always am every day. Kill me now. This is how we're going to steal the, the title of the greatest generation. Yeah. <laughs> this is pretty much it. This is... It's like the Beatles, you know? But or with, Jesus. But with dinosaurs. It's like Jesus, but with dinosaurs. Jesus walked with dinosaurs, though. Are you going to have anything is, about, about that? That is true. He did. He rode them, too, apparently. He walked in the dinosaurs' footsteps, right? Isn't <laughs> yep. that what happened? I think that they were created at the same time, and then but God, God Jesus, put the fossils in the earth to confuse you and test your faith. But Jesus, I noticed at this point there are only one set of footprints. I know. It is at this point that I rode the dinosaurs. <laughs>
dinosaurs. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you Colin. Yeah. My name is Damon. This is IGN GameCube, and we're out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.